Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 293. And the way we go. Everybody and welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Mugger J Party. Join, as always, Ring of Honor's newest Mark, Marcus Deschwan. Marcus Hollywood. Welcome back, buddy. How you been? Well played, buddy. Well played. That actually does tie into what we'll be talking about today, but more on that later for what's trending. It is me, your favorite actor, Mark Schwan. In the house, a shot of wrestling is back after we took a week off to celebrate our birthdays. That's right. Buddy, buddy. How was yours, man? It was right. Nothing special. Um, I'm not a big birthday person. Never really have been. Lame. But, you know, long are the days of us partying till the sun comes up, buddy. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't do anything really special, but it was kind of special. Our good friend, one of my closest friends in the world, Green Man, was nice enough to open up his house. He invited me over, hung out with Green Man, his beautiful wife, his son. I uh, walked in there. Took me about an hour to get to his house. So I was already upset. As soon as I walk in, he gives me a drink. He knows me so okay. well. His kitchen island is full of appetizers. Nice. Love appies. Sorry, what? Appies. Okay. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> that, that's an AJ Pan phrase, actually. Is it? Oh, then I'll accept it. Oh, of course you will. There was pigs in a blanket, my all-time faves. Oh, who there doesn't some, love pigs in a blanket? There was some cheesy, you'd be surprised, cheesy, puffy, like onion-y things, which I didn't like onions, but they were pretty good. Charcuterie mm. boards, crackers, cheese. Oh, yes. My buddy went all out. Got even got balloons. I can't tell you the last time someone gave me balloons for my birthday. Nice. So it wasn't like partying in the club or at the bar, getting fucked up, drunk. But it was nice adult birthday. Uh, two of my good friends came. Okay. Their sons came. So it was really, really nice. It was very, very low key, which is my style. Because again, I'm not into it. So it was very nice. Again, I know he's listening, buddy. Appreciate you for making my birthday as special as it was. Appreciate it. It was a good time. But my friends' kids used to love me when they were younger. Like, oh, big, big Mike's coming. I can't wait to see Big Mike. They would freak out when I came over. They wouldn't leave me alone when I walk into the house. But yet now they don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like now like, I'm old news. I guess well, I'm, I'm sure they, they don't give a fuck about their parents either yeah. at this point, right? <laughs> Probably. But that was my 39th birthday, Mark, is next year. I'm the big 4-0. I know, dude. That's crazy. Again, for my 30th, I went. Uh, my friend hooked me up with some guy she knows. And they were able to get me into like a... Oh, yeah. How'd that go? It's a little fuckers. fuzzy. I don't remember. My ass hurts. But he opens like <laughs> bottle service in some sort of lounge. The lounge had, like a pool behind the bar. It was a really, really interesting experience. A bunch of people showed up. It was fun. Something I got to do something for my fortieth now. I got twelve months of Planet Marcus. So make sure you get a babysitter for the end I of mean, February. I, I doubt my wife will be the one going out. It seems like you want a guy's night, so I, I don't oh, no. think I need a babysitter. No, we get wives coming out. My, I'm close with my friends' wives. Your wife loves okay, me. I love okay. your wife. Yeah, man. All, all, all are welcome. Okay. And agree, man. You're listening too. Get a babysitter, okay? 40th and going all out. You know what? Screw it. Let's go big or go home, right? Shot of Wrestling Faithful, the community of Shot of Wrestling, we're inviting you all out 
for Michael J. Putty's 40th birthday next year. Let's do it up. Let's go back. Not you, man. though. Not you. And you know who you are. No, especially how, how you. About, how about take a, uh, especially you. Party bus to Atlantic City. Do some uh, Planet Rose karaoke. No. Come on, buddy. No. I mean, COVID's gone. Never stepping COVID, there again. COVID's no. dead, apparently, right? No one gives a shit about COVID anymore. It's gone, apparently. No more masks. Well, no yeah. more vaccine mandates. We're good. Well, yeah, that's what happens when World War Three starts, you know? Yeah. Oh, isn't that shit fucking crazy? It's fucking wild. <laughs> you want- it's, that's nervous laughter right there. <laughs> yes or no question. Do you understand what's going on in Ukraine? Yes. I did not. I, okay. know, I understood they were invading for something. I didn't know the reason was. To be clear, Russia's invading Ukraine. Putty made it sound like it was the other way around. Did I? No, no. Russia, Russia's invading Ukraine. Yeah. And I didn't understand why. I mean, I, a friend tried to explain it to me. I'm like, maybe I had too many drinks. I don't understand what you're fucking talking to me about. <laughs> I'm watching Bill Maher, real time with Bill Maher. He broke it down like this. Russia is Kanye West. Ukraine is Kim Kardashian. And, okay. and NATO is Pete Davidson. And oh, that, perfect. that was like, I got it. Okay, I understand now. So yeah, either, no, that, that, that's a great way to break it down. So either I need to watch more news and less TMZ, or because I should not understand that based on a Kim Kardashian analogy. That tells me that you're on Twitter more than I thought you were. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that's a great way to break it down, though. I mean, that's I pretty perfect. Genius. I'm like, that's fucking perfect, yeah. Shout out to Bill Maher. Yeah, man. Great job. Shout out to Ukraine. You know, I, I gotta say, Zelensky doing what he's doing. That's I, I've never seen anything like that in my lifetime. President of a country fighting out there with his fellow people yep. to defend their country. I, I, I think that that's amazing. That's admirable, uh, and uh, it's good to see that like, you know everyone across the aisle here in our country agrees with that. That there, there's no bullshit politics about that thing. Oh no, Zelensky's an asshole. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like no, we're like we're we're all with this dude and. Uh, you know, hope the best for your, your uh, Ukrainian people, uh, Zelensky, and jeez, uh, man, hopefully for peace. But at this point, I don't know. That badass line when someone offered him like evacuation, he goes, "I need ammunition, not a ride." That, yeah. That's a quote that will go down in the history books. Oh, for sure. No matter how the outcome of this goes on, but it's quite fucking nuts, man. And watching the SAG Awards and all these people who are showing their support because he's a comedian. He was an actor, a comedian. Yeah. And now he's, he was on Dancing with the, their version of Dancing with the Stars as well. Wow. I think he won it too. That's fucking nuts. It's a scary, scary situation over there. It really is, man. I, even like we film, we filmed this on Friday night. So Thursday night it was for us that night seeing with the nuclear power plant. Yeah. Like that shit was fucking scary. There was a possible nuclear uh, power plant meltdown mm-hmm. 10 times the size of Chernobyl. I heard it's under control. It's under control. It's under Russian control now. Uh, so that's two power plants down in Russia. But again, this Russia's thing was, was it last week, two weeks ago, the Russian army took control of Chernobyl, one of the first yeah. cities they took over. I'm like, really? That's that's what you want to take over, Chernobyl? All right, how, how hard was that to take over? <laughs> we just guys walked in, right? I'm not feeling well. <laughs> man, Putin's an asshole. Fucking crazy, totally, man. crazy world we live, and he's he's blaming it on defending Nazism, not defending, uh, fighting against Nazism. Right. Is a, you know, Zelensky's Jewish. His family skipped the Holocaust. Like, what are we talking about here? It's fucking nuts, man. So much propaganda over there. Well, don't worry. Facebook and Twitter, it's shut down over there now. And you know it is a big deal when Vince McMahon pulls out. Oh, yeah. He took, out, he took away the network right before WrestleMania? Jeez. If that doesn't make the Russian people turn against him, I don't know what's going to happen. The most stupendous WrestleMania of all time you're going to miss because your leader, the dictator, is going to got his panties in a knot? Dude, they can't do anything anymore, man. No. 
like everything shut down. No Google ads, no Apple, yeah. no uh, no World Cup. Yep. No Grand Prix. Nothing. I'm sure China will help them somehow. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the problem. I mean, like, you know, China, they seem to have some sort of bond there right now. Uh, the more that strengthens, I think the worse it is for the rest of the world. Hey, listen, you know what? We could talk a lot about this all day long. I think people come to this for an escape. If you're here with us for an escape, I'm there with you, man. We should yes. probably get into some wrestling. Please, let's have some fun. This took a really dark turn really quickly. But, you know, that's one of the things about the show. Now we talk about wrestling. We talk about what's going on in current events. So um, the Russia-Ukraine thing has been trending all freaking, I think, like the last two weeks. But let's find out what else is trending this week. Yes. Wrestling stuff has, it has been trending. We had Tony Khan actually popping up quite a bit here. Tony Khan, we're talking about all week long leading up to it. AEW Dynamite this past week, he has a big announcement he's going to make. Everyone's wondering what it's going to be. Is it a brand new signing? Is Bray Wyatt finally coming back to wrestling? Did he sign a deal with HBO Max? No, putty. According to AEW on TV, at AEW on TV, who's the new owner of Ring of Honor? This guy, at Tony Khan, hashtag AEW Dynamite. It's true. It's true. It's damn true. It's a big deal here. A lot of wrestling fans, they're pretty happy about this. People in the wrestling community, uh, in, in, in the business itself, pretty happy about it. Maria Canellis Bennett, at Maria L. Canellis. Congratulations, at Tony Khan. Let me know if you're interested in Ring of Honor Women's Division. They're incredibly talented, great humans, and deserve all the accolades in the world. Hashtag R-O-H-W-D. And then, also, Jason Solomon at Solminster. Weird name there. Press release confirms the R-O-H tape library is included in Tony Khan's purchase of the company. That, to me, is where the real value for AEW is in this acquisition, especially if they get an eventual streaming deal. Buddy, what are your thoughts here? ROH uh, is being owned now by Tony Khan. Is this a big deal? If so, why? So you mean to tell me the name on the contract is Khan, not Nick Khan. The contract reads Tony Khan. Correct. Is it a big deal? Um, and no Shane. Shane McMahon's not here. Yeah. I think it's too early to tell because I'm not sure what the extent of this buyout is. I'm just surprised WWE wasn't a part of this because this is right up their alley especially with all we talked about this before in the past about wwe probably wanting it for their library yeah right because what's aw have nothing they don't have a library they have no history they have nothing but this i guess is their first step to build something um, yeah I'm just, I mean, again I'm, I'm just flabbergasted there was no news about wwe in attempting this i don't know if wwe was talking or whatever's going on again this is a wwe move i'm surprised so now do we have the financials of this of what tony khan spent i think 30 to 50 billion million with an m Thirty to fifty million dollars. So, oh my God, big a steal, steal. So, steal. You think that's big money for ROH? Who did he? Who did he pay that to? Again, Ring of Honor. Yeah, I think it would be higher than that. Sinclair got thirty to fifty million. That's definitely worth more than what they. You think maybe for the library it's worth more? Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? The whole thing, like, the whole package. Okay. okay, all right. I thought it was all worth right. a lot maybe more I'm than wrong. that. So when WCW was bought out, one of the things me and my friends were talking about, like. It'd be interesting to see if they keep WCW around. Maybe it's another brand. Maybe like Shane or Stephanie run it. So they're not in competition, but it is kind of competition. But of course, they didn't go that route. But now what does this mean for Ring of Honor? Is Tony Khan going to keep Ring of Honor around? Is he going to absorb Ring of Honor? Is Cody Rhodes going to come up and lead 
Ring of Honor for an invasion. Like, there's been rumors about that going on, too, which I don't necessarily believe. But, you know, you have Ring of Honor kind of doing the invasion thing with Impact. Again, yeah. like, the, you know, the, the doors are wide open all over the place here. I think this is cool, personally. I, I think that's great for people that were uncertain about the future of Ring of Honor, about yeah. w- what's going to happen next. Now we know. Uh, they didn't necessarily know, like, you know, where would they get their next paycheck from. Right now, it's kind of been, like, from show to show uh, with Impact and whatever indie dates they've been getting. And, and some people have been signed by WWE. I mean, um, Quinn McKay signed with WWE. Good for her. Roxy. Uh, Roxy. Now, is that official? I haven't seen that really anywhere. Has that been, like, hush-hush? I feel like it's been I under saw, the radar. I, I saw it was official I feel like be... one day, and then I haven't heard it since, so. Right? Like, I feel like that's. I'm not fully believing that because I feel like that would be a bigger deal, especially since Roxy, her name has been like rising and rising and rising amongst the ranks here. Mm. Like, I feel like that would have been a big deal. I believe it. I won't be surprised. I mean, she's a huge talent. They're looking for her. She's young. She got the look. She she got the pedigree. So I wouldn't be surprised if they signed her because that was a huge get for them. Because Maria Kanellis, Rob, good point. I mean, when Maria Kanellis came in Ring of Honor, she really helped reshape the women's division over there. Revolutionized it, yeah. Do you think it's still the same though? Like you know, since some women have left, it seems like hell yeah. If the rumors are true, yeah, it'd be fine. If they're the right people, they're the right people in place. That's a big get then for AEW because you know for so long people have talked about the women's division uh, being kind of lackluster. But you know, it's built up. It's built up over the years because of the fact you know Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, uh, amongst others, uh, Anna Jay, Tay like all stepping up their game there. I feel like I'm leaving out some women here if I am sorry about that but you know ROH you know what, what Maria Canales did with them really shaped them up and to have that amongst AEW women's division that could be fire my man that could be fire so what do you think happens here does he absorb Ring of Honor or does he hold Ring of Honor as another does he keep Ring of Honor as it is and there's so many things he can do like here's the thing I mean Tony Khan I mean hey listen props to let me get his name right this time again Jason Solomon bring up about that library because we talked about that before in the past that's the biggest deal probably right there and hey listen there have been rumors going on right now that tony khan wants to go for a streaming deal makes sense everyone's fucking doing it we might as well do it at this point who the fuck knows but the thing is tony khan he's like a player's coach so you know they talk about a player's yeah. coach in the nfl you know he, he's, he's there for his boys in this case boys and the girls and uh I, I feel like tony khan wants to do right by what's the wrestlers he cares about these guys and girls, you know. So I, I, I think I don't think it's just about the library, even though the library is a smart business move. I think he's he's going to absorb some of the talent there as well. I think. Remember we talked about a couple weeks ago too. You talking about the third party coming around, and I said streaming services where it's at. That's an untapped untapped medium right now. That's probably going to be the next phase. If some business promotion can sign to a streaming service, that's where it's going to be. Right. If the rumors are them now, AEW is going to line themselves to HBO Max. The fastest growing streaming service in the last, I think, those are the rumblings, man. And that would that would that would be a move that makes sense in my eyes. It would make sense because it's only three years old. There's not much of a tape library for AW. No. So the add-on Ring of Honor, which not only does have a lot of W stars, but not a lot of AW stars got their start in Ring of Honor. That'd be a huge, huge get. So smart move. Again, I'm surprised they didn't go with WWE. I don't know if they were involved at all because that would have been a huge asset to the, the, the network. I wonder if they also then kind of do what WWE does with like the independents, play some stuff in the independents there too. Maybe they have a lot of indie guys. They have a lot of indie guys. They do. 
And WWE has paved the format, so they just follow the footsteps. They know what to do. Tony Khan has the mind and the money to do it, so we'll see what happens. Absolutely, man. This is a big move for so many reasons because of the fact of, like, I, I think it, it's it's a, a definitely strategic move to catapult them to the streaming uh, the streaming avenue because of what you just said. AEW has a limited library. And now they took on a very extensive library, so there's a lot of yeah. stuff they can do here with that. I think there's a lot of talent that they can pull here. Uh, there's different angles they can go with. Or they, they may even just leave ROH to be, like, maybe their version of NXT, if you will, maybe. to be developmentally. I mean, there's so many different they ways yeah. they can go. Right. So this is a big deal and great for ROH and great for Sinclair. Hey, in my eyes, I think that's a good deal, like a fair deal, 30 to $50 million there, especially for ROH, the uncertainty of them ever coming back. I honestly think they would have seen that money. I know a couple, a couple of their stars now have signed with, because Honor No More have signed with Impact, not all of them, but some of them have signed with it. And the current reigning, defending Ring of Honor champion, uh, women's champion, is an Impact contract. Yeah, so we'll see what, that goes, what goes on with that. Will she drop it? What will goes she, on with that? Will she go both places again? Because apparently they don't give a shit about the door, so they can probably go back Could we see Deanna Peranza versus Britt Breaker? Could we see Deanna Peranza versus Thunder Rosa, whoever wins this weekend? Britt Baker's more enticing because we saw Thunder Rosa already at the anniversary last year. So, but that's the, Britt Baker's a dream match, so we'll see what happens. So Nothing but positivity in this news. Yeah. Again, you were, you mentioned it last show. Like you felt like AEW was in danger because they lost Cody Rhodes. Now this make you feel better. Now you more comfortable with the future of AEW now with this deal. You know, Uh-oh. It, it it makes me feel good. It, it, I, I think it makes me feel good for ROH, good for them, uh, and for the people involved with ROH to keep the legacy alive. Tony Khan. I mean, like, is he just throwing money out there and, and just uh, trying to see what sticks here? Is there an actual game plan that's going along here? Was Cody Rhodes just was it ego for him? Was it just the fact that he felt like he wanted more money than John Moxley and CM Punk, and he wasn't getting that money? He felt like he deserved more. And said, "Take care, comb your hair. I'm out of here." Like, you know, we we don't necessarily know all the details there. In my eyes, seeing what what Cody Rhodes is doing at that point in time, like I felt very strongly the fact that like, hey, something's going on here. Why would you be the EVP of a company that you help start and want to leave? That to me felt weird, yeah. But hey, it could have been the ego thing. That's something I completely overlooked. So we shall see. It's going to be an interesting story. I don't think that story is going away anytime soon. Oh, I, I think the whole Cody Rhodes WWE thing. I think that's bullshit. We will soon see. There's mixed reports going on. So believe what you want to believe. Time will tell. We're four weeks away, man. Like more and more people are, are already having their matches already set in stone. Uh, we're going to get into this in a little bit. But moving on here. So Vince McMahon was trending all over the place as well, going from one owner to the next at WWE. Breaking, as announced on the Pat McAfee show, Vince McMahon will be inducting The Undertaker into the WWE Hall of Fame. Hashtag WWE HOF. Hashtag WrestleMania. Something um, I think a lot of fans were kind of predicting here. A lot of different ways to go with that. Not a bad move. Not a bad move. Wrestle Slam podcast at Slam Wrestle. Vince will induct Undertaker at the WWE Hall of Fame. This will be the first time since 2009 when Vince inducted Steve Austin that he will induct someone. Expect a very emotional speech from Vince. Not only the first I mean, time since 2009, but only the second time. Exactly. Yeah, so huge deal. Exactly. Uh, Louis Dengore at the Louis Dengore. Vince McMahon says he's going to induct the Undertaker into the WWE Hall of Fame the night before WrestleMania. He says it will be one of the most difficult things he's ever had to do because of his love for Mark Calloway. I don't know. I don't know if you saw 
this uh, this interview with Pat McAfee. I wanted and to. I didn't it, see it, but I saw clips. Dude, like small clips, not like lengthy, like brief clips. Right. It, it's an hour and a half long. I know it's pretty long. I, I watched it in segments. The whole interview? Um, fin- yeah. Holy shit. Good for him. Phenomenal interview. Damn, Phenomenal. Interview. It actually didn't, it didn't feel like an hour and a half. It, it went by pretty fast. Okay. But then again, I, I did watch it in segments. But, dude, Vince McMahon did get a little teary-eyed. Pat McAfee called him out about when he was talking about The Undertaker, about inducting him to the Hall of Fame. It's done really like what Undertaker has done for this industry, what Vince McMahon talked about. You know, not just the character, but the man himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have to say, man, like, you know, I think pe- people said, like, oh, it should have been Kane or Triple H or Shawn Michaels. Vince McMahon, this, this just makes sense. Again, there's no wrong person to induct him. Vince McMahon makes sense, a lot of sense. Their relationship was on display during the Dead Man documentary, The Last Ride. And what, he's like a father figure to him, as many people are. Right. They're very close, very tight. So, not surprising. Congratulations. I'm looking forward to that speech. Is has anyone else been confirmed for Hall of Fame? Yeah, is you get the sense that they're building around this just to be the Undertaker? You mentioned it again. I give you credit for saying this. I've heard a lot of people saying it since he should be the only inductee. They thought about it. They decided against it. So the rumor is there will be more inductees in this class. But again, there's only four weeks away, so you're running out of time. The last three weeks has just been right. the Undertaker video packages. So I hope they go with that because who wants to be the undercard of the Hall of Fame for Undertaker? No, you're, no you're, you're an answer to a trivia question. No one's going to remember that. So we'll see what happens. I don't know who else they would induct, nor do I care to think about it. I'm just enjoying this right now. <laughs> and well-deserved, man. I'm curious to hear what uh, Mark Calloway's speech is going to be like as well. I wonder if he's even going to get emotional. As well. I, I, it's, I think it's going to be Niagara Falls all around. I think you're going to see a big, these big manly men yeah. get very emotional up there because, dude, I mean, it's been such a long time that they've, they've been going to battle with each other together. Now, I'm a huge fan of the Hall of Fame. I love watching it. Again, so I'm looking forward to this speech. I'm also curious how they're going to produce it. Because the Hall of Fame is like you have the first 20 rows is the WWE roster. They changed it. WrestleMania, here's New York, 35. They had the ring in the middle because of SmackDown. But the whole, all the roster was around the ring. But now the Hall of Fame is coming right after SmackDown. So where's the roster going to sit? Where's the roster going to fit? I'm, I'm curious how they're going to produce this. Is he going to stand on the stage? Because there's no stage anymore either. It's just... There's no ramp. There's no stage. Where's Undertaker going to He's going to stand in the middle of the ring, talk in front of fans, which I guess I'm not opposed to because his, his goodbye speech was robbed of him from the, whole, the Thunderdome. I'm just curious how they're going to produce this too as well. I'm very curious about that as well. But dude, going back to the interview with uh, Pat McAfee, man, I, I have to say kudos to Pat McAfee because I feel like it, they weren't necessarily back-to-back. They were pretty much back-to-back, though, with uh, interviews with people in WWE. Brock Lesnar, he did. Now, Vince McMahon, both long interviews, both great jobs because, you know, both men have a reputation for being um, not necessarily the friendliest people in the world. Yeah. To be a little bit of the, on the asshole side, have a bad reputation. But Pat McAfee did a fantastic job of humanizing these people just to show a different side of them. Like, you know, Brock Lesnar, I, I felt like. Yeah, I felt like, that, dude, he seems like a pretty cool guy, actually. Right. And same with Vince McMahon. Whole new person, yeah. We all have this perception about these people, but Pat McAfee completely broke that down. This is first live one-on-one interview. They said it's in, what, 15, 20 years? It's huge. 15 years. 15 nice. years, yeah. And to do it to Pat McAfee, I understand they're setting something for WrestleMania, but that's a huge compliment to Pat McAfee as well. Right. I mean, listen, I, I've been watching Pat McAfee for a while before he signed with WWE. He's he's always been good the way he does. He, he's a great... 
I, you know, I never really called him a great interviewer before, but like he's definitely been uh, upping his game, I would say. I think it also helped the fact that, you know, he had Aaron Rodgers on for every Tuesday for this past whole season. Definitely. And he, <laughs> he definitely had to uh, weather the storm with that when Aaron Rodgers was talking about the whole vaccine, the immunized type of shit. But, you know, Pat McAfee's always been like very entertaining on, on the podcast. You know, I, I mean, obviously, because he struck a major deal with FanDuel, Huge, yeah. broke the bank there. I don't think Pat McAfee gets enough credit for what he does. Uh, phenomenal job, man. I was definitely, as an interviewer, I was definitely taking notes of what he does. He, he just does it. He seems just like a goofball meathead, but mm-hmm. he's actually very smart at what he does. Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah. You have he to be just, smart to make, yeah. do, do what he does. And he's a punter. Because he's, such <laughs> he's a, a punter. Such a great career after that. I mean, this guy is fucking genius. And speaking of Pat McAfee, it was actually, he was trending the whole time because of the, yeah, the interview with Vince McMahon. Also, this news that leaked out. WWE WrestleMania at WrestleMania. Pat McAfee will return to the squared circle at WrestleMania. It is official, buddy. We heard the rumors about it. It seems like Pat McAfee to the internet. So he was hearing rumors about it. But he seemed genuinely shocked to hear the news because Vince McMahon leaked himself. Denise Hollywood Elite Salcado. I can never say her name right. I don't think. My, my apologies, Denise. At Denise Salcado, Vince McMahon has just offered Pat McAfee an opportunity to wrestle at WrestleMania. Pat McAfee says that will be an effing dream. Vince says he will find an opponent for him. When Pat asked if it was the real deal, Vince said, I don't bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that was a cool moment to see for him. And then we find out today on SmackDown, as, again, WrestleMania tweeted out, Pat McAfee will return to the square circle WrestleMania 38 in a battle against Austin Theory. Buddy. How do you feel about this match? How do you feel about Pat McAfee wrestling Awesome Theory? Do you think this kind of, kind of thrown together? Do you think that this builds up to the whole stupendous idea that, of what WrestleMania is going to be? Or is this just going to be a, a bathroom match? <laughs> um, no. This is going to be freaking amazing. We've seen what Pat McAfee can do in NXT. He did... Yes. He... Sh- I mean, outshone a lot of people in that War Games match. His one-on-one against Adam Colbebe was freaking phenomenal. Shortlist the match of the year to some people's minds. So Pat McAfee is amazing. I'm looking forward to the, the, him back in the ring. Props to this man for like stroking his ego, giving him props, and giving this opportunity to... Because he hasn't been doing this for a year yet. It's only, it's only been technically a couple months. Right. This man's giving him shine for a WrestleMania And he's moments. never wrestled in front of a live audience before, I don't think. Um, I'm not sure what the NXT crowd was doing at the time, but maybe. Not a big crowd, anyway. Well, I mean, they, they, going from NXT to WrestleMania to Dallas, hundred thousand people, right? So this, I'm looking forward to this match. This is great. I am so ha- so. Anything can happen. We're weeks away. Things can change, but I'm very happy. It's not Mystic Man. No disrespect. I'm very happy. It's Austin Theory. Yeah, same. When Austin Theory came out, I'm like, this is going to be fucking amazing. I'm I'm huge on Austin Theory, and against Pat McAfee, I think this match is going to might be a show stealer for that night. Whatever night is on, it could very well be. It could very well be, man, because. You know, it, it, the reason why I, th- I threw it out there, Google, is be a bathroom match because of the fact that, like, you know, we've seen people come up from NXT before and uh, didn't really pan out. You know, Killer Cross, uh, Keith Lee, amongst others, come to mind. You know, it, the fans never gravitated to them or, or the fact that they didn't really fully know them because, you know, we've seen NXT numbers and they aren't really there. No one's really watching NXT so much. Uh, so that's why I was wondering, do, pe- do people realize that Pat McAfee can actually go 
because those people, those same people were not watching NXT at that time. It's probably a huge part of the audience that doesn't know that, and which will mean we'll hear a lot of Bad Bunny comparisons because they don't know what he can do. And I was blown away by Bad Bunny. People were like, oh my God, Pat, Pat McAfee can do. You know, shit, check him out yeah. versus Adam Cole two years ago. No, absolutely. This is nothing but great Absolutely. Good things. Absolutely. Again, thank you for Vince Man not doing this. Thank you for Austin Theory getting this shine. Looking forward to this, man. Well, it's, Shane, I was wondering, dude. too, like, do you think this was a Shane McMahon match? Shane versus Pat McAfee? Maybe Austin Shane, Theory? Maybe, no, Shane versus Pat McAfee? No, I think it was Shane versus Austin Theory, actually. Really? Okay. I, that's what I think it would have been. I'm looking forward to the weeks coming up, how this match builds up. But this is this is one match I'm looking forward to now. Dude, you know, it's funny. Like, I, I actually... So during during that uh, between like the interview going to SmackDown, you know, people were wondering who's Pat McAfee going to face at WrestleMania. Like a lot of possibilities were out there. You know, Austin Theory was one of them. Of course, the rumors about Vince McMahon. But another one, Corey Graves, was the one that kept them coming up because he's been cleared for a while now, hasn't wrestled yet. Even Corey Graves chimed in. Corey Graves at WWE Graves, I'll happily beat Pat McAfee's ass. Yeah, and Pat McAfee responded with a. Michael Scott, Jeff, him laughing. So I, I was thinking that would be a great match. That would be pretty cool to see because Corey Graves can go yep. or was very good at what he did. And we we both know what Pat McAfee could do. And it would be interesting to see two commentators like that. But, you know, that's not the match we're going to get here. Maybe down the road at some point. I think, you know what? Hell, we're talking about Pat McAfee. Good for him. Agreed. Love Pat McAfee all day long. Awesome theory. We got to know from BCW, man. Good moment for him. This is it's a big WrestleMania match for him, man. Huge. So excited about this. I mean, he's one of to watch this year. And so far, three months in, not even three months in, he's killing it. Going back to Corey Graves. Corey Graves mentioned something on After the Bell podcast. I don't remember what it was. I wanted to write it down, but I forgot it, which led to me to think what you were talking about. But I watched a clip of Pat McAfee's interview with Vince McMahon. Pat McAfee was very Pat McAfee-esque. Nothing changed about Pat McAfee. He was wearing a tank top. His boys yeah. were wearing sweatshirts or whatever, T-shirts. Whatever. And I thought of what Corey Graves said. On Raw, he was like, when they announced it, like, you know, I hope, Corey, I hope Pat McAfee dresses up. I hope he knows how serious this is. He takes it seriously. Put a blazer on. Put a tie on. You've been interviewing the chairman of the board, this man. Don't come as a sl- slob. Show some respect to the chairman. He didn't do that. No, Pat McAfee stayed Pat McAfee. So I thought that might be another interesting angle to, like, breed into that rivalry um, potential match. But we're getting off the theory. Win-win. There is a rivalry there for sure. But, um... Yeah, no, great from Austin Theory. Because, you know, I just looked up right now. Pat McAfee, he's a very popular fellow. Yeah, of course. You know, 2.3 million followers on Twitter alone, bro. You know, th- th- I mean, I'm not going to go through all of WWE's roster right now on Twitter, but, like, that's that's in the high end for what WWE has. So, that, I mean, you're going to get you know, football fans watching this. Yeah. You're going to get Pat McAfee fans watching this. You're going to get, of course, you know, the normal wrestling fans watching this. And it's just WrestleMania alone, so you have those people, the, the nostalgia feeling, those people watching it. You know, this this is making for a big moment for Austin Theory here. This could be his breakout moment. This could be his breakout match, especially if this match lives up to the, what me and you were thinking could be a show stealer. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Cannot wait. So, with that being said, I think this is going to be more of a meaningful match for Austin Theory than for Pat McAfee. You know, no disrespect there with Pat McAfee, but I, I think this could be Austin Theory's breaking out moment, which he would de- desperately need. For this year to hit that next level, uh, especially with being under Vince McMahon's wing. So looking forward to this, man. WrestleMania is shaping out to be a good card here. That's all I've got for what's trending, buddy. Do you have anything else for me, my man? No, let's get some uh, TV this week. 
It's time for this week's TV Takedown. Marcus, time for TV Takedown. What do you got for me this week? As everyone knows, we mentioned before, we do record show Friday nights. So we'll be missing out AEW Revolution. We'll be missing out on Impact. So there's a lot of things right there that I would normally talk about that happen on TV. What a great weekend for wrestling ahead of us or behind us by the time the show posts. Hope you enjoyed it. Right. Revolution Like the biggest back. thing. 11 matches on that card, though, I heard. That's a little long of a show. The last couple of pay-per-views I noticed have gone long. They need to control that. But, you know, the, dude, the fans are into it the whole time, man. The whole, whole time. And Impact's looking so, good. It, so, great weekend of wrestling. Impact's looking good. Like, the, the biggest thing for me, like, I mean, CM Punk and MJF, man, that rivalry has just been amazing. And the dog collar match is going to be brutal. It's going to be violent, uh, especially how it ended off on, on Dynamite. I, I thought it was really well done. Uh, the, the week before, the promos, uh, the MJF's promo, probably the best promo I've ever seen. Different from anything else you've seen from a heel. Yep. Very, uh, very raw. It turns out uh, there's some of that, that that was real. Probably most of it, yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that was that was very well done. The storyline has just been nothing short of amazing. I, I think this could easily go down as rivalry of the year, maybe even rivalry of the decade. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Let's, it could. I'm not saying necessarily yet. I mean, I, I'm curious to see what happens next, man. I mean, a lot of different things going on. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens with Warlow even uh, and how this all going to play out, man. So uh, that's that's the biggest thing for me. But, you know, of course, AW Revolution's happening. It already happened. So I don't necessarily know what happened. I don't have a crystal ball here. The fans know more than I do at this point. But another thing that really caught my eye on Monday Night Raw, Edge mm. turning heel. We Crazy. all kind of figured, we all kind of figured, you know, it's going to be AJ Styles to, to answer the challenge, right? Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's a match that's been in the making ever since Edge's return, return yep. at the Royal Rumble. You know, the seeds have been planted. It's going to be a fire match. There, there doesn't even necessarily need to be a build. There doesn't need to be a storyline. You know, it, it's just two greats going at it. And, but yet in the cherry on top here, we have a story. Heel Edge. Edge. Oof. Oh, the rated R superstar's back. Yeah, don't, don't sleep on heel edge, man. People forgot about him. Let's go. Love the concerto. AJ Styles. I, I actually do like AJ Styles. I think a little bit better as a face. Yeah, I, he's warming I, I up think, a bit, yeah. I, I think uh, we were talking about show stealer early before about Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. I mean, th- this is the bars here with Edge and Austin and uh, with Edge and AJ Styles, I think. Do you find it weird there was two heel turns back to back? I noticed that. Right away. Yo! I noticed that, too. I'm like, that's weird. They, that they don't usually do that stuff. But back-to-back. No. And, like, intense heel turns, too. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. But that was cool. Edges. Edges heel turn was definitely more intense. I'm looking forward to heel edge. The next couple weeks should be awesome. For sure, man. For sure. And, you know, Damien Priest, I think, fits better as a heel. Going Talking about the back-to-back heel turns right there. I'm looking forward to his heel turn. I mean, I love Damien Priest. I think you did as well. But he was getting stale. He was getting a little boring. He, they teased he wasn't heel. feeling it, though. He wasn't feeling it. He teased the heel turn a couple months ago, but then they just did his split personality thing. So, fresh take on Damian Priest. No longer with the championship. Good run with it. Getting a little boring. Fresh, new Damian Priest. Very looking, boring. Looking forward to what he can bring now as a heel. Looking forward to his next chapter. Like, this, what, what is it? It's not the championship that makes the, uh, the wrestler. It's the wrestler that makes the championship, right? Damian Priest was doing nothing for United States title over there. He was doing nothing think, at all. I, I think he was, I was in the always winning. I, I don't just, think so, man. I, I right, never remembered who. I, I never could remember who was United States champion at all. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, David Priest. That's right. That's right. 
I forgot he exists. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's bad. That's really bad, especially for a champion. And he's held it for how many months now? Since WrestleMania. Since WrestleMania. For almost a year. Almost a year. Almost a year. I had no fucking clue for a while. Like, he was a champion. He beat Sheamus at WrestleMania. <laughs> that's wild. But good for Finn Balor. Good for Damian Priest. Like, you know, I think this is a nice, fresh uh, turn from him already. Like, you know, you can see he's feeling it a lot more. Yeah. So, uh, I, I hope this rejuvenates his career. Can we go in Monday Night Raw? Correct something you just said. Great for Finn Balor. There was reports a couple weeks ago where Vince McMahon didn't care about him. He's just going to be Jeff Hardy now, put over younger talent. Mm, yeah. There's no push for him, no storyline, no creative for him. And I'm happy that's either been corrected or was a mistake report because Finn Balor is awesome. I'm excited to see what he can do uh, as champion now. I mean, there's there's reports about that by a lot of people this past week. It was Finn Balor, Alexa Bliss, Elias. Well, Elias has been around for a while. Yeah, there's no creative plan for him. Alexa, no Bliss, I, my, for him. Alexa Bliss is a head scratcher. I don't know why they brought her back for the Nation Chamber to do nothing with her afterwards. <laughs> I hear there's plans for her after WrestleMania, so I'll hold my breath for that. Or, 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 or she might be what Vince McMahon called dead weight. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think so. I think he likes her, but I can't say that about anymore. Yeah, if, I would watch the interview going back to it, Friday. Like you'd find it interesting because, you know, Vince McMahon, he doesn't, doesn't seem like he really puts any personal opinion into this he just goes based by like you know what the fans are saying according to him yeah he goes by the numbers and a lot of information there he'll also cut some if he feels like they're dead weight they're not pulling uh if they're not pulling what they he thinks that they should be doing Mm -hmm. uh he'll go with someone else that he thinks that will yeah so can't fault him for that it's form his work no i i love alexa bliss i i love bray Wyatt. i loved a lot i loved a lot of people that vince mcmahon let go they're doing better off somewhere else but then, you know what? Obviously, the wheel keeps on turning for WWE. Yep. It, people say, hey, we're, we're not watching anymore. No, that's bullshit. We are. And they keep on going. But no, WrestleMania, it's looking to be stupendous. It's living up to the name. Carl's shaping up, man. Very nicely. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. Is there, is there anything on there that, that you're looking forward to the most with WrestleMania coming up? Hmm. Great question. I'm, looking, I'm guessing right now, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Yeah, I mean, that's fresh for us, of course. I'm also looking forward to, remember WrestleMania 35, the women triple threat match, winner take all. Yeah. Becky Lynch won. She became champion of Raw, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns was led originally winner take all. Yeah. Now it's being built as winner take all, dot, 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 title unification. Yes. So now there's rumors of whoever wins, they're going to introduce a new champion for whoever, whatever show doesn't win. I'm like... What? What are you going to call this championship now? Like, what is this? Unless you bring like the big black, uh, the big gold belt back. What? Why? Does that mean they're punting the whole universal champion? Because I was never a big fan of that to begin with. The universal champion it just sounds so silly and stupid. I wasn't um, fan of it at first, but then it grew on I me. Mean, it made sense. WWE Universe, either you champion of the universe. I got it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We just got used. To, we just got used to it. Doesn't yeah, mean I liked True. it. I don't you know. know it, I don't know what the next championship is going to be called unless you bring back the world heavyweight championship. But whatever. That makes sense to me. Or like the Raw World Heavyweight Champion, the SmackDown World Heavyweight Champion. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Maybe. It's, it's all rumors right now, so we'll see. But WrestleMania is looking up to be stupendous. Looking forward to it. No, 1,000%, man. 1,000%. Like, great card all around. Uh, still shaping up. Still a lot of mystery in the air about what's happening with certain people, certain surprises. It's, it's living up to the name already, man. I'm pumped for it. We're... Less than 30 days away, buddy. Russell, less than 30 days away. Don't sleep on NXT Stand and Deliver. Here it is. I take it we're going to your TV takedown? Is it my time now? Can I talk now? Thank you. Let me talk to you. LA Knight, my man. Listen here, brother. Came out. 
Ellie Knight, again, talked a couple weeks ago. I'm not sure it was you or AJ Pan at the time. I was surprised at what a face reaction he got. And Ellie Knight is killing as a face. He came out, cut a solid promo against Grayson Waller, had the fans chanting along with his catchphrases, which is a good sign. He ran down the rivalry he had with Grayson Waller going back to October. And it makes sense this match is going to be a last man standing match. Can't wait for this. Looking forward to this. This should end the feud. I'm also looking forward to Ellie Knight being launched into the main roster after WrestleMania. I think that's what the next trajectory is. I think he's done with that. Is, is, is that happening? Thing? That, that's happening? I, um, based on the way the storyline's going, the feud's going, I think Grayson Waller has to win this. I think LA Knight's done in NXT. I think he goes to the main roster because his time's up. He's, like, Grayson he's, Waller has to win this. I mean, like... Yeah, it has to. And I think LA Knight's going to the main roster. Looking forward to this match and looking forward to standing deliver shaping up nicely as well. Again, I'm a big NXT guy. I'm looking forward to this. I'm curious. It's going to be early in the day. I think it's at noon. Before WrestleMania, so I got to wake up early to watch this. NXT and early does not mix. NXT is shaping up, man. Again, a lot of people don't watch it. A lot of people shit on it, but looking for not a fan. I, of me I'm personally, excited about NXT. Stand and deliver, especially this match. That's not stand and deliver. I think it's next week on NXT. Actually, the last man standing match between Eli Knight and Grayson Waller. But I'm a huge Eli Drake fan. I'm a huge Eli Knight fan. So I'm hoping I'm excited to see him coming to the main roster after WrestleMania. Maybe one of the debuts at the post the Raw to Mania or SmackDown to Mania. His time is now. You know, Talking about NXT 2.0 and WrestleMania, you know, it, it had me like thinking about a discussion I had with someone. I even put it out a shot of wrestling Twitter, but you know, kind of thinking like how things should go here. And like you know, I see what NXT 2.0 is kind of doing. They're they're, they're looking to build stars for tomorrow. That's yeah. the hope, right? That's the plan. Yeah. yeah, I I feel like they went about it kind of like the wrong way. But hey, listen, I mean that's that's Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. They're they're doing what they're doing right now. So full full steam ahead. They have to be careful with this. They have to. They can't rush people along in there. Right? A, lot, a lot of these people, they're green. We'll, we'll, we'll see for what it is. They're green. Yeah. You know, they need a lot of work to do, especially Braun Breaker. I think they're gearing Braun Breaker to be the next John Cena. They want him to yeah, be the big me. star. This is what I think, man. WrestleMania, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Roman Reigns already over 500 days strong as champion. Let him beat Bruno's record. Let him go on. Let, let, let him beat every single record Isn't out Bruno there. 2,000 days? Yes. No, you're, you're let, No, hear me out. Hear me out. It's going to take a while for these NXT 2.0 guys to develop, even get to the main roster, even, yeah. to, be, to make a name for themselves. It's going to take a bit. Roman Reigns could still go on, right? Let him, let him beat the record, right? Out with the old, in with the new. Roman Reigns is the guy. Let him be the best in the world in WWE history. And then you have someone like Braun Breaker beat him to become the next champion, to be the next face of the company. That's how you put someone like that over. I'm not opposed to that idea. I just don't see that happening in the modern era, but I'm not opposed to it. So we'll see what happens. Like, I, mean, I mean, that's cool. I don't see it happening again. 2,000 days. But I mean, okay, let's if anybody can do it, it's even if Roman he, Reigns. If anyone, if anyone can do it, it's Roman Reigns. But, you know, he doesn't even have to go on that long. Like, if he, if he gets to the point where he beats at the modern day guys, because Bruno San Martino, that's a hell of a record, man. That's yeah. a whole different era. They was in that he was able to get that record, but if he beats out, say even Hogan, oh, I think that's so. I think that I think that's someone they want to eliminate from the history books, right? Yeah, now. I think so. You know, like if, if 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 that's the bar, and that's attainable, that's more attainable than anything else. If he beats out Hogan, and still, I mean, that's enough time for Braun Breaker. I'm using Braun Breaker as an example because I think Braun Breaker could be that guy. Yeah, um, a lot of people do. Gives him enough time to build up the momentum that he needs to be. To, to get to that level to be the face of the company. Let's face the facts. I mean, that, that's going to be handing the torch over 
to the new generation, to giving the keys to the car to the to the sixteen year old kid that just graduated. You know, yeah, interesting theory. Again, I want I'm not against it. Hey, listen, man, it's been over five hundred days Roman Reigns has been champion. It's not been stale. No, it's been very entertaining. I can see Roman Reigns keep on going and it'd still be very entertaining. Again, I was also thinking today, like I don't see Roman Reigns how Roman Reigns works without the championship either. It just him being champion just suits his character right now. It's just perfect. Keep going. That's like Darius, going. That's like Darius Carter not being champion. It's like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> Something we've talked about a lot on the show, not only with me and you a lot, but I think the last with me and Greenman last six years of the show, with the disconnect between NXT and the main roster. You get called up to the main roster more often than not, nothing happens. You fi- you fizzle out. They started out hot. Finn Balor, Samoa Joe came up and they just fucking dominated. Then there was a shift, right? The call up to the main roster don't pan out. Right. We, we debate many times what it is. Why? Finn Balor was on After the Bell podcast with Corey Graves this week. And he was talking about this. He was saying how he felt NXT in the beginning was training you to be the main roster. Training you the WWE yeah. style. Training you to call, get called up. You're developmental. This is what you do to get called up to the main roster. He said there was a shift at one point where then NXT started teaching you, teaching the wrestlers to, t- to wrestle an NXT style. They stopped mm. preparing the wrestlers for a call-up to the main roster. Interesting. That was I'm paraphrasing that. that. That's basically what he said. They stopped preparing the main guys to get called up. Instead, they started teaching them how to wrestle in NXT. Like, that's I'm, very interesting. I'm like, that's an interesting. He's been there. He's been through the machine both yeah. twice now. I'm like, maybe. I could see that. In the black and gold brand, it was so NXT. Maybe that's why when they called up the main roster, they're like lost in the ocean because they don't know what to do with them. So... That was just I just want to throw it out there. That was an interesting take by Finn Balor. Man, it's a different. It's it's a different beast because, like, as someone that's performed live for myself, it's different when you're performing in front of like a smaller crowd to a bigger crowd. You know, you're talking about wrestling, a, a, both. Okay, uh, from a smaller venue to a larger venue. Like the larger the venue is, like the 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 more theatrical you have to be. Mm-hmm. I guess in a sense, the big, more larger than live you have to be. Because the the whole goal as a live performer is you want to reach to the last person, the very last row. And it's kind of easier to do the smaller venue. Oh, of course. And NXT is a smaller venue with the format. So if they're not really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, especially a lot of these indie guys, they're used to that. True. Because their biggest crowd would be an NXT crowd nine times out of ten. You know, Uh, so then you put that person stay to a WrestleMania stage or even to like a Monday night raw, you know, it, it's bigger. It's yeah. louder. And if you don't have that experience there or not know what to do, uh, you, you will be lost in the shuffle there. Again, yeah, so it was an interesting take for someone who's actually been through it. So check out Finn Balor on after the bell podcast. Well worth a listen. A couple months ago, Marcus, you were here on my couch in my apartment watching SmackDown. It was a segment Contract signing segment between Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks. I turn okay. to you and ask, hey, buddy, do marry kill. Okay. Of course, you stared at my face and go, buddy, you know, I'm a married man. I would just, I can't answer that question. I just married my, I do my wife. Like, that's a fucking lame answer, but I understand that respect. He asked me about me. I'm like, you know what? None of these women are really putty's type. Remember this conversation? I do remember this conversation. They're, they're like, what's putty's type? I'm like, I like them a little thicker, a little curvier. Like who? And I couldn't think of anybody. The only person oh, I could think of was like Mandy Rose. Remember that? And like, look, yes, Mandy, you know, like Mandy Rose isn't really thick. She's not really curvy. I'm like, yeah, but I can't really think of anybody offhand. Hold that conversation right there. 
a couple years ago, we, we had Willow Nightingale was making her debut on um, a friend of the show, NBCW as well. She's making her debut on Wow Women of Wrestling. Yes, that's why I started watching it because of her. It's enjoyable. It's different. It's very, very, very character, very kayfabe based. It's coming back. Looking forward to it. The last season, there's a character called the Lioness. Okay, she was a singer. She was a dancer. She was a triple threat. She was an all-around entertainer, and she was managed by one of the old-school WoW veterans. I go, oh, this is cool. She's now signed to NXT by Nikita Lyons. <sighs> what a debut. Oh, that's, that's Nikita Lyons. That's okay. Nikita Lyons, yes. That's putty style. Nikita oh. Lyons. I have to say this, man. And it, 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 before you that, finish, it, it, it's the same character, too. Singer, dancer, all-around entertainer. But it's same concept, but packaged differently in the NXT. Amazing debut. Now you can continue. Hell of a debut, buddy. Hell of a debut. She was trending and making memes and gifs yeah. for a week straight. I haven't seen a debut like that carry over in social media so long and so impactful right. like that. I'm like, good for her, man. I mean, she was, she was killing it in WoW. I'm really happy to say that she got signed. And now that debut, I'm like, that's not who I saw in WoW. This is much better. This is a... I, I can't think of a better NXT debut right now. I, she's... Listen, man, she's got nowhere else to go but more up. Her, yes. her stock is already stored. I mean, like, you know, you, people talk about a new stock coming out in, 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 uh, in the whole Wall Street world here. Yeah. And it's projected to go up. Dude, she's all the way up already, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Hope continues. Hope she, continues. Could, she, she could be a big star. That's the plan. And she has, she has a total package. I'm looking forward to her. Now she's entering this feud with uh, Lash Legend. Who I was right. kind of high on too, but then we saw her, and going back to what you mentioned earlier, being very green, very inexperienced, someone who should not be on NXT, she should be in NXT level up the new show. A lot, a lot of them are, are green in their own ways. I mean, they they all have like their own strengths for sure. Yeah, there's potential for some of these people here. A lot of potential, yeah. That you can definitely see, and like, yeah, if done right, they definitely need a lot of time. I, I really hope that they stay in NXT for multiple years. Actually, I, I don't want to see any more call ups anytime soon. Deserving amount of time. Sorry, Nikita Lyons was two weeks ago. We were off, but uh, what a debut that was. Looking forward to this. Nice and slow, man. Nice and slow. Let's build these people up. WWE needs new stars. They have not been building new stars at all. Quick question. We're running a little over, so let me see. Quick yes or no question, hopefully. No. All right. Let's move on then. All right. Cool. This MJF CM Punk feud, right? Yeah. We were looking forward to this when CM Punk signed. Yeah, it started out hot, kind of. In many people's opinions, fizzled out. I don't know who said that. Their match, okay. their match on Dynamite was the main event a couple weeks ago. Didn't pull in the ratings they wanted to. I'm like, oh, that maybe I don't know what that. I, I thought people were looking too much into that ratings. I'm not a big ratings guy anymore. But since then, this feud has picked up as it mentioned two weeks ago and this past week. So this feud is progressing nicely. How do you yeah. feel? How do you feel the feud is going with the potential Wardlow breakup? Is it going too slow? Is it paced nicely? Uh, it's paced nicely, I think. I think it's paced nicely. I, I, I think it does have to come to a head soon with Wardlow. It's going on I, for a while, but and then you saw it this week. Now he actually said something. I'm like, all right, this is now advancing this potential. I mean, it's it's if it doesn't happen at Revolution, it's going to happen at Dynamite this week, I think. If oh, it doesn't, then, that then, soon. then it's too okay. slow. I think it's going to be soon. Yeah, it's got to be soon. All right. I mean, it's, it's got to be seen after what just happened. That's one of the storylines I'm always looking forward to when I watch it. I'm like, what's going on with Wardlow? I think that, I think Wardlow could be like what Batista was in WWE. I think Wardlow could be in AEW. Okay, please. 
Do not compare my man Batista to anybody just yet. Too early. <laughs> Batista is the fun, <laughs> one of the best of all time. Okay. Of all time. Uh, I think I want to disagree with that. David Batista, yes. Uh, that's your opinion. Yes. But I'm going to stick to it. Okay, fair enough. Respect. But I agree with what you're saying. I, 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 see, I see what you're saying. I, I disagree I, with you. I, I, I can see what you're saying with Batista comparison. I mean, it, it's a similar type of build. It, no, totally it's agree, a yes. smart build. It, it, they, I mean, it's well, how do they do with Batista is not a new concept. I mean, they did it with Diesel, with Kevin Nash in WWE, and it worked for him. He will wind up becoming the world heavyweight champion over there. You know, it, it could work with Wardlow here in AEW if they, if they do it right. And I feel like they kind of are. Because last week, I'm like, still, huh? This is still going on. And then I saw this week when he actually said something and it got physical. He slapped him in the face. I'm like, right, this is now, this is how it's it should well be. Ahead. This is how it should be progressing. But is it a little too late? Is it going too slow? Oh, no, no, no. I think you're pacing it just I don't right have an opinion now. on it. I was wondering, because you're a bit more into AEW than I am. I also want to get your opinion on it. So looking forward yeah, to that. Th- looking forward to that eventually. As much as. As much as, as as much as I said earlier on, you know this this arrival here, I want to see keep going. CM Punk and MJF, it, I think it probably does need to come to a head here at Revolution. I mean, dog collar match is you, supposed to be a gruesome match. I feel that? like I feel like MJF won. Now CM Punk wins here. You gotta get it's what the law of threes. I mean, but I don't know how you beat a dog collar match if, though, if, but. Yeah, I don't know how you how you beat that, but if you look, you know, at rivalries, say like you know with John Cena, Randy Orton, John Cena, and and Edge. You know that rivalry spanned over quite yes. a few years, yeah. but it was it was start stop start stop like it, it expanded. Like, you know, these, these guys can could go back at it another year from now, but maybe in the championship level. Who knows? You know, but I, I think what has to progress here to the fact is like whatever happens to Revolution, Wardlow's got to get involved somehow, some way, and it's got to progress to a, a rivalry with MJF and Wardlow. I think that's the the next ob, uh, obvious step here, and what CM Punk does next, what CM Punk does next, he'll be fine. On that note, Marcus, let's move on. Let's wrap things up. Let's get some go home thoughts. What do you got from this week? Well, Bunny, what we got is BCW Queen of the North three coming back March nineteenth, Richfield Park, New Jersey. I am pumped for it, man. My boys, the tag team champions, East Coast Syndicate, going to defend the titles for the first time against Blonde Force Trauma. I'm excited for that matchup. I'm excited to be back in BCW. My first time ever at Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. I feel like that's a weird thing to say for a lot of people in the indie wrestling world. That's like the mecca here in the Northeast. Is it? But it's going to be my first time there. My first time too. Okay. okay. So I'm excited to see it, man. Hell of a show. You have Darius Carter defending the world title against Marina Shafir. Should be a big match there. A lot of big debuts. You have Danny Moe. We have Adina Steele. Shaza McKenzie. I feel like I'm blanking out here. So many more debuts. Rebecca is also making her debut. So that's the Queen of North tournament. Hey, how can I forget? Vanity defending her women's championship against Ruthless Lala. Lots of war awards there between those two ever since BCW Anniversary 4. Big buildup, man. Looking forward to that matchup. Actually, I think that's the match that should main uh, because it's just how much that's been building up. So, dude, a stack card all around, dude. I'm pumped. Limited tickets are still available, so make sure you want to check your check their social media to get your tickets as soon as you can because they're going fast. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And for those that are listening outside of New York, can't make it out here for it, it will be available Fight TV right, and yeah. also Title Match Network. Well, buddy, that's all I have. What do you got, my man? Looking forward to Queen of the North, man. Again, my first time in New Jersey as... 
I mentioned many times on this show, especially since September, I, I don't like New Jersey. Fuck New Jersey. Wow. Wow. We have a lot of fans in New Jersey. He doesn't mean it. I do. Mean it. I do. Because last time I was in New Jersey, I got COVID. Dirty Jerseys yeah. is called it for a reason. But I will put my animosity aside for the greater good of wrestling and go to BCW Queen of the North 3. Again, my problem Hell is yeah. I, I hate driving to New Jersey and we worked that off air. I'll drive to you. You'll drive me. I feel a little better about that. It's a big deal, me driving. I don't really drive. So now I feel weird about that now. <laughs> I'm a good driver. I just don't like to you're, drive. You're an excellent, so dri- it's a big... excellent, excellent, excellent driver. But anyway, make me Rain Man. Yes. <laughs> looking forward to Queen of the North. I'm looking forward to again indie wrestling again. Now you're an actor. This will be your first time in front of a crowd since a while. You're looking forward to that too. Is there an itch that uh, you want to see that will scratch? Or so I, I did come back for Titan, uh, which right, was different. Did. It, it was different for me because <laughs> I didn't realize uh, until I, I got there. I was like, oh, wait, we're, we're faces over here. So that was a weird thing for me. Uh, a lot of things got switched up last minute there. Uh, so it was kind of thrown off. Felt a little rusty out there. It was fun, though. It was, it was great to see people. Um, it was great to see the fans again. It was great to see the people in the back, a lot of familiar faces in the back there. So that was fun. Uh, but no, BCW, I mean, it's my home promotion. So it's, it's, it's different. You know, it's, uh, Titan was my first time over there. And, yeah, listen, great promotion over there. They do a great job. So respect to everyone that, there. Uh, but, yeah, again, BCW, Anthony Cole, that's my home, dude. And I am I am so excited. Just so excited to be back there with with my boys, East Coast Syndicate, as I mentioned before. And then to meet a lot of people. Some of them I interviewed here on the show, Shot of Wrestling. So I get to meet them for the first time in person. So, uh, yeah, dude. What about you? Also, when this show airs. It's officially been two years since we've done commentary. Oh my god! Right. We did commentary. I think it was, I think it was March seventh for that's right. B, um, BWF, and here we are two years later. Again, most people consider COVID without we beat COVID. I'm not yet. I'm not ready to raise that flag yet. But it's been two years since we done commentary. Two weeks ago, we had Cheyenne on the show. We did the we did the uh, watch along with him doing commentary. He came on the show to talk about it. So. Maybe our commentary career might continue. So that's something, it. that's something I'm looking forward to. Uh, I mean, I'm nervous about it. More than nervous about it, I should say. But, you know, I'm going to show up. We weren't, we weren't really rusty, I have to say. We were not rusty at all. If, if it's not Queen of North 3 for us, man, I, I, I guarantee it, man. We're going to be back in the commentary booth this year. Got to get back on the horse, right, Marcus? Got to get back on the horse. Absolutely, man. Like, listen... Is it, anytime we're excited about something for something loved, there's always nerves involved as well. Uh, you know, so it, it's, I'd be lying if I said if I wouldn't be nervous going, going back in that booth after so long. But it's a, a lot of excitement for me, man, too. I, 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 I never really thought I would fall in love with commentary as much as I did. And I really do, man. I, I fucking love it. I miss it. You're a good job at it, too. So, yeah. Uh, oh, natural thing for you, man. Thank you. This is episode two. Are you? This is episode 293. Our first episode. Of our seventh year. Again, Whoa, seven years. We're, you're listening to us. I don't have to tell you how to listen to us. But we're on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, soon to be on. We're everywhere, baby. We're everywhere. Yeah, we're so wide. What, help, what would help us out a lot if you rate and review us, like Mama Labs did. She gave us five stars. Love it. What's up, Mama Labs? And I quote, amazing podcast with amazing guests. I highly recommend this podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, love it. 
the biggest thank you. The biggest compliment we can receive is a recommendation. So please tell people about us if you listen to us. We're here, this show is from the fans to the fans. We want to make sure you guys enjoy us as much as we enjoy doing it for you. So rate and review us so we can get up those charts, buddy. Buddy, you know what I'm saying? Seven years. Time to, yeah, make, big, some, time to make some moves, Marcus. Get a bigger budget. Yes. Interview some bigger people. Get some people from WWE. What? 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 AW? What? Impact? What? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, guys. Uh, we seriously, we, this is a wrestling show. From the fans to the fans, uh, we love you guys, and we always thank you for your support. Um, keep it, keep it coming, man. Even if you have critiques, lay it on us. You think I suck? Let me know. I'll fix it. I mean, Putty, you can tell him he sucks. He won't fix it. That's just him. I'm He's perfect. Keep I'm, perfect. I'm killing it. Yeah, no, well, I'm killing it. Why would people tell me I suck? I'm fucking awesome. I mean, the ratings went up since I came on the show, but anyway, hmm. anyway, oh, that's true. <laughs> and everyone. If you want to follow along on my journey, you can check me out, yourfavoriteactor.com. My website's there. All my links are there for social media. And Shot Wrestling's on there as well. And then, Marcus, you know, um, good show. We had fun. Again, we're going to miss a great weekend of wrestling with Impact and AEW. Looking forward to our next show, episode 294. We are in the shadows of episode 300, which is mind-blowing to me. What are we doing for 300, bro? You tell me, boss, because you missed episode 200, because that's when the pandemic first started hitting two years ago. So however you want to celebrate 300, buddy, we'll do it. I did. I did miss 300. So what, what, what date does that land on, 300? I'm not too sure offhand. I didn't do the math. But I remember two years ago, our anniversary and 200 fell a week apart. But again, that was right when COVID first started hitting, so you couldn't make it. That's before we learned about the Zoom and how we could do this virtually right how far technology has advanced in two years <laughs> zoom has been around before that yeah but no one knew what um, Zoom was i mean again how, yeah, how did exactly. skype drop the ball skype was where it was at three years ago skype sucks man i don't even think it's like anytime i use like when we say hey google it i'm more like let's, let's zoom i'm always like zoom let's zoom it's nuts even though if i'm doing like microsoft teams i'm like hey let's zoom 297 we're looking Oh, dude, we're looking at April 22nd, possibly, is our 300th episode right there. My baby could be born. I could miss our 300th show because my baby daughter's going to be born. Buddy, if you make me do my show live when my baby's getting born, I will murder you. No, you won't. Do you care about the show at all? What a great, <laughs> well, how great of an audio would that be? Yeah, Putty, I'm inside the delivery room. Yeah, by the way, uh, CM Punk cut a great promo with MJF. Hold on, contractions. Yeah, so MJF did this. You know, we could do it live as your baby's being born. That'd be phenomenal. That what a get. You know, talk about ratings. Talk about reviews. Talk about uh, that's it. You know, but you bring up a great point. I won't be able to get the chance to murder you because my wife will murder me if I did that. <laughs> that's fine. I don't mind about that as long as I'm not dead. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. Looking at episode 300, potentially baby Schwan will be born. That's crazy to think. That should be your first interview. My daughter? Yes. <laughs> Who's doing the voiceover? John Travolta. No. That's a weird one. Why would, why would it be John Travolta? Why wouldn't it be? Do you not watch Look Who's Talking? I mean, I guess you're right. Baby voice is John Travolta. That's an iconic role. Anyway, we're over time. We're not going to get to this. Who's the dude that played the parrot in Aladdin? The cartoon? No. Yeah. You're not doing him. 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking Gilbert about. Gilbert Godfrey, yes. We're not doing Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Gilbert Godfrey could voice yeah. over my baby daughter. Yeah, let's do that. Your daughter, Gilbert Godfrey. I'm sure she'll love that in 18 years. <laughs> anyway, we're now just rambling on. So, for Hollywood, Mark Schwann, I've been your host at Mark J. Putty. Until next week. Putty, yeah. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>